Hello, I am your host, Pedro Gelabert from the Long Island Church of Christ, reading with you the chronological Bible reading in one year using God's Word translation by God's Word to the Nations Mission Society. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Listen, heaven, and I will speak. Earth, hear the words from my mouth. Let my teachings come down like raindrops. Let my words drip like dew, like gentle rain on grass, like showers on green plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. Give our God the greatness he deserves. He is a rock. What he does is perfect. All his ways are fair. He is a faithful God who does no wrong. He is honorable and reliable. He recognizes that his people are corrupt. To their shame they are no longer his children. They are devious and scheming. Is this how you repay the Lord, you foolish and silly people? Isn't he your father and owner who made you and formed you? Remember a long time ago. Think about all the past generations. Ask your fathers to remind you and your leaders to tell you. When the Most High gave nations their land, when he divided the descendants of Adam, he set up borders for their tribes, corresponding to the number of the sons of Israel. But the Lord's people were his property. Jacob was his own possession. He found his people in a desert land, in a barren place where animals howl. He guarded them, took care of them, and protected them because they were helpless. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest, hovers over its young, spreads its wings to catch them, and carries them on its feathers, so the Lord alone led his people. No foreign god was with him. He made them ride on the heights of the earth and fed them with the produce of the fields. He gave them honey from rocks and olive oil from solid rock. They ate cheese from cows and drank milk from sheep and goats. He gave them fat from lambs, rams from the stock of Bashan, male goats and the best wheat. They drank the blood-red wine of grapes. Jeshurun got fat and disrespectful. You got fat. You were stuffed. You were gorged. They abandoned the God who made them and treated the rock of their salvation like a fool. They made him furious because they worshipped foreign gods and angered him because they worshipped worthless idols. They sacrificed to demons that are not God, to gods they never heard of. These were new gods who came from nearby, gods your ancestors never worshipped. You ignored the rock who fathered you and forgot the God who gave you life. The Lord saw this and rejected them, because his own sons and daughters had made him angry. He said, I will turn away from them and find out what will happen to them. They are devious people, children who can't be trusted. They made him furious because they worshipped foreign gods and angered him because they worshipped worthless idols. So I will use those who are not my people to make them jealous and a nation of godless fools to make them angry. My anger has started a fire that will burn to the depths of hell. It will consume the earth and its crops and set the foundations of the mountains on fire. I will bring one disaster after another on them. I will use up all my arrows on them. They will be starved by famines and ravaged by pestilence and deadly epidemics. I will send vicious animals against them, along with poisonous animals that crawl on the ground. 
Foreign wars will kill off their children, and even at home there will be horrors. Young men and young women alike will die, as well as nursing babies and gray-haired men. I said that I would cut them to pieces and erase everyone's memory of them. But I didn't want their enemies to make me angry. I didn't want their opponents to misunderstand and say, We won this victory! It wasn't the Lord who did all this. My people have lost their good sense. They are not able to understand. If only they were wise enough to understand this and realize what will happen to them. How could one person chase a thousand or two people make ten thousand flee? Their rock used these people to defeat them and the Lord gave them no help. Their rock isn't like our rock. Even our enemies will agree with this. Their grapevines come from the vineyards of Sodom and from the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are poisonous, and their clusters are bitter. Their wine is snake venom, the deadly poison of cobras. Isn't this what I've stored under lock and key in my storehouses? I will take revenge and be satisfied. In due time their foot will slip, because their day of disaster is near. Their doom is coming quickly. The Lord will judge his people and have compassion on his servants, when he sees that their strength is gone and that no one is left, neither slaves nor free people. Then he will ask, Where are their gods? Where is the rock they took refuge in? Where are the gods who ate the fat from their sacrifices and drank the wine from their wine offerings? Let them come to help you. Let them be your refuge. See, I am the only God. There are no others. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal, and no one can rescue you from my power. I raise my hand toward heaven and solemnly swear, as surely as I live forever, I will sharpen my flashing sword and take justice into my own hands. Then I will take revenge on my enemies and pay back those who hate me. My arrows will drip with blood from those who were killed and taken captive. My sword will cut off the heads of the enemy who vowed to fight. Joyfully sing with the Lord's people, you nations, because he will take revenge for the death of his servants. He will get even with his enemies and make peace for his people's land. Moses came with Hoshea, son of Nun, and recited all the words of this song as the people listened. When Moses had finished reciting all the words to Israel, he said to them, Pay attention to all these warnings I've given you today. Then you will command your children to faithfully obey every word of these teachings. Don't think these words are idle talk. They are your life. By these words, you will be able to live for a long time in the land that you're going to take possession of when you cross the Jordan River. That same day, the Lord said to Moses, Go into the Abarim Mountains, to Mount Nebo in Moab, across from Jericho. Take a look at the land of Canaan that I'm giving the Israelites as their own property. On this mountain, where you're going, you will die and join your ancestors in death, as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor. This is because both of you were unfaithful to me at the oasis of Meribah at Kadesh in the desert of Zin. You didn't show the Israelites how holy I am. You may see the land from a distance, but you may not enter the land I'm giving the Israelites. Deuteronomy chapter 33 
Moses, the man of God, blessed the Israelites with this blessing before he died. He said, The Lord came from Sinai. For his people he rose from Seir like the sun. He appeared like sunshine from Mount Paran. He came with tens of thousands of holy ones. On his right was a raging fire for them. You certainly love your people. All your holy ones are in your hands. They bow at your feet to receive your instructions. Moses gave us these teachings. They belong to the assembly of Jacob. The Lord was king of Jeshurun when the leaders of the people assembled together with all the tribes of Israel. May the tribe of Reuben live and not die out, though their people are few in number. This is what he said about the tribe of Judah. Hear the cry of Judah, O Lord, and bring them to their people. They must defend themselves, help them against their enemies. About the tribe of Levi, he said, Your Thummim and your Urim belong to your faithful people. You tested your people at Massah. You quarreled with them at the oasis of Meribah. They said that they didn't know their father and mother. They didn't recognize their own brothers. They didn't acknowledge their own children, but they obeyed your word and were faithful to the terms of your promise. They teach Jacob your rules and give Israel your teachings. They burn incense for you to smell and sacrifice burnt offerings on your altar. Lord, bless them with strength and be pleased with the work they do. Break the backs of those who attack them and hate them so that they can never get up again. About the tribe of Benjamin, he said, The Lord's beloved people will live securely with him. The Lord will shelter them all day long, since he, too, lives on the mountain slopes. About the tribes of Joseph, he said, May the Lord bless their land with water, the best gift heaven can send, with dew and deep springs below the ground. May the Lord bless their land with crops, the best gift the sun can give, the best produce of each month, the finest fruits from the oldest mountains, the best from the ancient hills, and the most plentiful crops on the earth. May the Lord bless their land with the favor of the one who was in the burning bush. May these blessings come to the tribes of Joseph. May they crown the people who are like princes in Israel. They will be as majestic as a firstborn bull. Their horns will be like the horns of a wild ox. They will use them to push away nations, including those at the ends of the earth. The tens of thousands from the tribe of Ephraim and the thousands from the tribe of Manasseh will be like this. About the tribe of Zebulun, he said, People of Zebulun, enjoy yourselves when you go to war. And you, people of Issachar, enjoy yourselves when you stay at home. They will invite nations to their mountain, and there they will offer the proper sacrifices. They will be nourished by the abundance from the seas and the treasures hidden in the sand. About the tribe of Gad, he said, Blessed is the one who gives the people of Gad more land. They wait there like a lion. They can tear off an arm or a head. They chose the best land for themselves. Indeed, a commander's piece of land was reserved for them. They were leaders of the people and did for Israel what the Lord considers fair and honorable. About the tribe of Dan, he said, The people of Dan are a lion cub. Out of Bashan they pounce on their enemies. About the tribe of Naphtali, he said, the people of Naphtali enjoy the Lord's favor and are filled with the Lord's blessings. They will take possession of the lake and the land south of it. About the tribe of Asher, he said, 
The people of Asher are the most blessed of the sons of Israel. May they be the Israelites' favorite tribe and wash their feet in olive oil. May the locks and the bolts of your gates be made of iron and copper. May your strength last as long as you live. There's no one like God, Jeshurun. He rides through the heavens to help you. In majesty, he rides through the clouds. The eternal God is your shelter and his everlasting arms support you. He will force your enemies out of your way and tell you to destroy them. So Israel will live securely. Jacob's spring will be left alone in a land of grain and new wine. Dew will drip from Israel's skies. You are blessed, Israel. Who is like you, a nation saved by the Lord? He is a shield that helps you and a sword that wins your victories. Your enemies will come crawling to you and you will stomp on their backs. Deuteronomy chapter 34 Then Moses went up on Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab. He went to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho. The Lord showed him the whole land. He could see Gilead as far as Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the territory of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the Jordan Plain, the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms, as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised with an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I said I would give it to their descendants. I have let you see it with your own eyes, but you may not go there. As the Lord had predicted, the Lord's servant Moses died in Moab. He was buried in a valley in Moab near Beth Peor. Even today, no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyesight never became poor, and he never lost his physical strength. The Israelites mourned for Moses in the plains of Moab for 30 days. Then the time of mourning for him was over. Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. The Israelites obeyed him and did what the Lord had commanded through Moses. There has never been another prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord dealt with face to face. He was the one the Lord sent to do all the miraculous signs and amazing things in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to his whole country. Moses used his mighty hand to do all the spectacular and awe-aspiring deeds that were seen by all the Israelites. Psalm 91 Whoever lives under the shelter of the Most High will remain in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, You are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He is the one who will rescue you from the hunter's traps and from deadly plagues. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His truth is your shield and armor. You do not need to fear terrors of the night, arrows that fly during the day, plagues that roam the dark, epidemics that strike at noon. They will not come near you, even though a thousand may fall dead beside you, or ten thousand at your right side. You only have to look with your eyes to see the punishment of wicked people. 
You, O Lord, are my refuge. You have made the Most High your home. No harm will come to you. No sickness will come near your house. He will put his angels in charge of you to protect you in all your ways. They will carry you in their hands so that you will never hit your foot against a rock. You will step on lions and cobras. You will trample young lions and snakes. Because you love me, I will rescue you. I will protect you because you know my name. When you call to me, I will answer you. I will be with you when you are in trouble. I will save you and honor you. I will satisfy you with a long life. I will show you how I will save you. Mm -hmm. 